secrets of success. All right, everybody, welcome back. This is Russell. Welcome back to uh, the Secrets of Success Members Only Podcast. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about a really cool pro- concept called the drifter versus the driven. These are two identities. Uh, the drifter is not an identity you want. This is If you have this identity, even subconsciously, I want to break that from you. I want to give you the identity of someone who is driven, who drives forward, who is trying to pursue something. At my big Funnel Hacking Live event that I do every single year, I always have an intro keynote. And a couple years ago, I gave a keynote called The Drifter Versus The Driven. And um, this is the presentation I was excited for. I was also nervous. It, you'll probably hear it in my voice a little bit. There were 5,000 people in the room. It's the first time I came on stage at this, you know, the day one of a four-day event. Uh, and I was, I don't know, excited, nervous, and all the things. So, I mean, again, you're going to hear it in my voice. But afterwards, so many people like told me, like, I identify with being a driven. This is me. This is a new identity. This is a calling. This is who I am now. And uh, I think for any of you guys who are pursuing something, uh, again, it could be uh, in sports or in a relationship or whatever, like, if you're the one who is moving forward, who is driven, who is who wants to, to pursue this calling that you feel inside your heart, inside your soul, uh, I hope this presentation will help you help you to, to gain this new identity, help you to see a path and a process, and I hope you enjoy it. So with that said, uh, here's my presentation called Drifter versus Driven. All right, most of the people we love and we care about, they're not driven like we are, and they think that we're crazy. How many of us have someone who you love and thinks you're crazy for being here right now? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we are the driven. We understand that we're a little bit crazy. We're a little bit different, right? And so the first thing I want to talk about is this, this concept of drifting, because I want to make sure that we are careful that we don't become drifters and we don't fall back into those ways. Um, let's see. So throughout this weekend, you're going to hear a lot about this principle, uh, of the hero's journey. How many of you have heard about the hero's journey before? Okay. I'm going to talk about it. Bill Allen's going to talk about it a lot. I think in two days from now, which is like, he's going to geek out with you guys and have so much fun. But the basis premise, for those who don't know, is, um, throughout time, throughout history, throughout time, throughout every generation, every like cultural group around the world, uh, when they went back and started studying uh, everybody's stories and things like that, every story kind of followed the exact same story timeline, right? And uh, Joseph Campbell was the first to kind of identify it. He wrote a book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces that kind of mapped out like every hero and every journey, every single story followed the same process. Uh, after that, a whole bunch of other amazing people have taken it and figured out different ways to teach it. I taught a lot about it in the Expert Secrets book. But if you look at that, it's interesting because in every single journey, it starts with you, right? You are this person. You are the hero, okay? You think of any book, any movie, any story, your story, the reason you guys are here today, right? We all start, and we start in this place called the ordinary world. That says ordinary world. I have a horrible handwriting. I apologize in advance, but now there's the, the legend. That means ordinary world. So we start in this thing, right? We're in this ordinary world, and we all want to achieve something. We have some dream, some vision, something we want to go for, right? We have this thing over here. This is this target we're going for, there's a target. We want, to, we want to achieve this thing, right? It's our, it's our um, it's the journey of achievement, right? We want to achieve this thing. And sometime in our life, we're sitting here, and we're in our normal world. So for all of you guys, your normal world is wherever you live, right? You're in your home. You're doing something, right? So you're comfortable. Everything's fine. Nothing's bad, but you're just like, I'm comfortable. And all of a sudden, you hear the call, okay? He calls it in a, they, they call it in the hero's journey. They call it the call to adventure, right? And they hear this call to adventure, and the call happens. And all of a sudden, you're like, wait, what is that? And you feel it. It may not be an audible like, call, but you feel it. How many of you guys have felt that before? You felt that call of like, oh, I'm made for something more, right? I'm made for something great. And you feel that call and you're like, God. Oh, and all of a sudden, if you look at the, the timeline of the hero's journey, what always happens is the hero hears the call to adventure, right? And they get excited. They want to move forward. And then something happens. Immediately, every single time in every single story, throughout time, throughout history, throughout every single culture around the world, after they hear the, hero's, uh, after they hear the call to adventure, first thing happens is the hero refuses the call. No, 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 no. 
No, I'm not ready for that. I'm not worthy for that. I look like I'm 11 years old. I'm scared to death. I talk too fast. I don't want to be on stage. It's like, I'm so introverted and scared. Like, no, no, no. I don't, I'll do anything, but not that. I want, I want to achieve that, but like, I'm not willing to do that. The first thing he hits every single time is the refusal to call, right? And so this direction right here is faith, right? Oh, I'm going to do that thing. And also we hear the refusal to call, which is fear. And that fear hits us. And we're like, ah, oh, I'm not ready. I'm not worthy. I don't know if I can do this. I don't have the talents. I don't have the abilities. Like, what am I going to do, right? We have the refusal to call, okay? The difference between the driven and the drifters, the driven, in spite of that, they, they have the same fear, right? But instead the refusal to call happens, they say, no, like, I'm going to do it. I feel, I hear the calling so loud, so, like, it keeps happening. I keep hearing it. It's beating. It's pulsing. Like, I got to follow that thing, right? And we, so we go, we pursue it. And those who decide to not follow fear, we follow faith. These are the driven. These are the ones who are going and trying to achieve something. These are you guys here in this room today, okay? You give yourselves a round of applause for that. And so, yes. So that's where, that's where this, whole, this whole thing begins with, okay? Those who drift, it's not because they're bad people. It's because they hear the call and they get scared. And the fear overcomes them. They don't do anything. They stop. And they hold back, right? Uh, Ryan Moran, uh, who owns Capitalism.com, one of my friends, he said something so powerful one time. He was trying to define what an entrepreneur was. And he said, an entrepreneur is somebody who decides to take personal responsibility for a problem that's not their own. Is that powerful? Right? We hear this call, like, why? Like, I think about, man, like 20 years ago when I got started in this game, I was 20 years old. I didn't know anything about business or marketing. Uh, I had a, a, I shouldn't tell my, I have three of my kids here in this room. Kids, you can cover yours. I had a cumulative 2.1 GPA in college. I was not smart by any stretch of the imagination. And all of a sudden, one day, for some reason, I get excited by this nerdy thing called marketing. And there's this old guy with a faux manchu talking about, like, these things. I'm like, what? Like, and I got so excited about direct mail and marketing and like all, like for some reason that like, that I, I was interested in it, right? It's that call, that call of the venture. Like, why is this so fascinating to me? I have no idea, but it was. I started learning and studying, started like geeking out, started going deeper and deeper, right? And that's how it is for all of you guys. Like you hear that call and all of a sudden like it doesn't make sense a lot of times at first. Like, you know what I mean? Like when I got started in this game, it, was, it didn't make any sense at all. Um, I remember in fact, uh, I was going to tell about this a little bit earlier later, but um, I, uh, when I first got into the, oh, I'm going to come back to that because I don't want to miss it. Um, don't, don't let me forget. So <laughs> I'll come back. So this is interesting. This is what uh, the devil said back to Napoleon Hill. Because he asked him, he said, what is a drifter? What does that mean? He said, the drifter is someone who accepts whatever life throws in his way. He doesn't know what he wants from life and spends most of his time getting just that. Okay, the opposite of that, the driven, like we know what we want. We have definite a purpose. Like that's the thing I want. That's the goal I'm going for. That's what I'm moving towards, Right? We know what that thing is. You guys wouldn't be in this room if you didn't know something like, I want something different. I want something more. Maybe you don't know exactly what it is yet. Be like, man, whatever these people in this room have, I want that. I want to experience. I want to feel that, right? And so you have a, a direction, motion. You're moving forward, which is unique, which is different than most people. Okay, so faith versus fear. This is the next piece of the puzzle. So you have each of you guys here. You have the drifter. You have the driven, right? And then... Uh, this is you as a person. Like I said, every single day you have this, this ability, right? To choose to move forward in faith. Like, and faith is a fascinating thing. With faith, you don't know what the answer is. You don't know where you're going to go. Like how many of you guys got this business? Like, oh, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I know exactly how I'm going to do it. None of us do, right? We just have a goal. We have a vision. We have a thing we want to accomplish. And you start going like, I hope we figure this out somewhere before I run out of money. Before I get tired. Before like my, my spouse kicks me out. Right? I'm trying to figure this thing out. Like you're moving forward in faith because we don't know what it is yet. We're moving as best we can. 
So the driven move forward in faith. The drifters, they stop. They get paralyzed with fear. Okay? Um, said in another way, those who um, are the driven are those who act. And those who are drifters are people who are acted upon. Okay? I want to be someone who is someone who acts. Now, what's interesting, if you look at this, it doesn't matter which direction you go. Um, as you start doing either of these things over and over again, if you start moving forward in faith consistently over and over and over again, you're going to develop a pattern of moving forward in faith. If you start t- choosing fear over and over and over again, you start building a pattern of fear. Okay? Napoleon Hill called this hypnotic rhythm. Um, he said, if you're going here, you start building things like hypnotic rhythm. It's like a, almost like a whirlpool. You get stuck in this thing, right? It's like a, a tractor out in the field that's going around. And it's, getting, it's, it's in the mud with these big tires. It's building these ruts, and the ruts get deeper and deeper and deeper. And eventually, it's hard to get out of it, right? But same thing's true. If you're over here moving forward faith, you start building these patterns that go over and over and over again, and you're able to move forward and to be someone who's driven, right? And so it doesn't matter which direction you're going. You're getting these rhythms, either positive rhythms or negative rhythms. And it all comes off of, like, what is the thing we're choosing? Like, which direction are we going, okay? And so um, I want to talk about this because so many times in my life, in your life, like, we have this— opportunity. This is us every single day, right? We're here and an option comes to us. Do I show up? Do I not show up? Right? Do I choose faith? Do I choose fear? This is not something you pick once and that's the pattern for your life. You pick it over and over and over again until it becomes hypnotic, until it becomes something that's part of you, right? That's not going away. I started thinking about just different times in my life um, where I was scared, right? Where I heard the calling, do this thing, and all of a sudden I got the refusal of the call. Like, no, you're not good enough, Russell. Like, oh, no, I know, but like, I feel like I need to do this thing. Yeah, but you're not ready. You're not worthy. You're not like all the things. Like, I know, I know, but like, I want that thing really, really bad. And so I decided to move forward in faith, okay? The first time in my life that I, th- I can say that this actually happened to me, because I literally was a drifter my entire life until uh, eighth grade when my dad convinced me to go into wrestling. And I started wrestling, and very quickly I found out that I loved it. I wanted to do it. And I remember um, after my first year, I told um, all the guys on my team, I said, I'm going to be a state champion. I'm going to be a state champ. And they all started laughing at me. They're like, dude, you're like the worst on the team. You're not going to be a state champ. I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, no, you're not. And they made fun of me, and they teased me, and they mocked me, and they beat me up over and over and over and over again. Um, but I was like, that's the goal. That's where I'm going. So I kept moving forward with faith, moving forward with faith. And eventually, the people who were beating me up, I got better, and I got better. So eventually, I was able to get a spot where I could beat them, and I could beat the other people, and eventually, I became a state champ. This, thank you. <laughs> I say that knowing that in a few minutes from now, you guys are going to have a chance to uh, literally hear from the greatest wrestler of all time here on the stage, which I'm like— Still flipping out, excited by it. One of our guest speakers who, um, anyway, we'll introduce him later, but it's going to be amazing. But I started thinking, about, started thinking about other parts, times in my life where the same thing kind of happened, right? In fact, the very first time I came to a seminar like this, Armin Morin's big seminar. I know yesterday at dinner, I saw three or four people who were at that seminar with me. How many of you guys read Armin's old big seminar with me the very first time I was there? There's like three of you guys here here. So I go to the seminar. I'm an internet nerd, so I'm behind my computer, my laptop, like just doing my thing, and there's all these people coming in. They're excited, and people are on stage talking and speaking and selling. And I remember seeing the very first person on stage. They did their presentation. They sold something. And I watched people run to the back of the room with their credit cards, like throwing credit cards in the back and signing things up. And I was like, what just happened? And I was doing the math, counting the people in the back of the room. And I was like, two, I think they sold a $2,000 package. And I was doing the math, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12. And when all of a sudden done, it was like, they got me like sixty or $70,000 in 90 minutes. And I was like, okay, that was really, really cool. But like, you know, I'm, I'm an internet guy. I don't really care. Next guy I got on stage, his name is John Childers. He's a public speaking, public speaking uh, coach. And uh, he sold a $5,000 package. And I watched people run in the back room by his. And same thing, I was in 5,000, 10, 20, 30. And I was like, he made $150,000 in an hour. And I was just blown away. And all, this is this call saying, Russell, like, that's going to be you someday. 
I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't do stages. I sit behind computers. Right? I don't see anybody. I can hide from them. I'm really introverted, awkward. Like, no, I don't do that. And it's like, no, this is going to be you. I'm like, no, no. I remember going back home and I was like, I can't get that thought out of my head of like, dude, some human being who is just like me, who put on pants just like I did and shirt just like I did, got on stage, spoke for 90 minutes and made 150,000. Like, I just, it was such a big, in my head, I couldn't, like, it would not go away. I kept going over and over. So I said, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to go speak on some seminar stages. But guess what? In my head, I'm like, Russell, you're not good enough. You're not ready. You're not worthy. And guess what? It's interesting. That voice is actually right. I wasn't. Nobody would, like, invite me. And so I was like, well, if no one's going to invite me, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to build my own stage. And so uh, what I, yeah. <laughs> so what I decided to do back then is um, I, my local Boise, Idaho, I rented a Holiday Inn. We ran radio ads saying, come learn from internet marketing nerd Russell Brunson. He's going to be doing this thing at Holiday Inn. We're going to teach you about how to build businesses. And I was so excited. And I remember hearing the radio ads running. I'm like, I'm on the radio. This is the coolest thing in the world. And they had to call a phone number to reserve their seat. And we got a bunch of people who called and reserved their seat. And then uh, the day the event was happening, and I think like, Brent was there. A couple other people from our team were there way back in the day. And um, we, uh, we had, I think there was like 100 people at RSVP to be in the room. And so we were like getting everything ready. And I had my, you know, back then I would wear a suit and tie because I thought that's what business people did. And I was all prepared and ready. And we had like the table in the rooms. I was going to sell something in the back. Like, we had everything figured out. I do my little, you know, get all ready. And then people were showing up. And then finally I come out. And it was before we had, you know, screens and backstage. But I walk out to welcome everybody. And guess what? Two people were in the room. One was in like third row over here. And one was in like the 50th row back there. I was like, oh man, <laughs> okay. And all I wanted to do was to run away. Fear was yelling at me. Ta, told you so. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. Nobody wants to hear you. Nobody cares about funnels. No matter how excited you are, the world does not care. I was like, but I care. I said, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm just going to do my best. I'm going to serve these two people. And so these people had a personal seminar for me one-on-one where I was just going crazy. And I think he looked at me like, this guy is crazy. <laughs> like he is so excited about this weird thing. Um, but that was the first time. I think most people would have quit after that. But I was like, you know what? This is like, this is not about them. Like this is my passion. Like I love this. I feel like if I keep talking and I keep talking and I keep talking, eventually more people will show up. And so we tried it again. Next time, 10 people showed up. We did it again. 50 people showed up. Eventually we got to 100 people showed up. Right? Today, I'm looking in the room. There's like over 5,000 people of you here in the room. Like it's crazy right? Like this is true in anything in life, you guys. Um, you've probably heard this before. It says that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called, right? Your job is not to say, oh, I'm ready for this. Like you're not going to be ready for it, okay? When we built ClickFunnels 1.0, Todd and I, eight years ago, sitting in a room, neither of us were qualified to do it, okay? Todd's a great programmer, but he'd never built a site that was going to house 100,000 plus people's websites. We're going to show you some stats here in a minute. Um, it's insane when you see how much volume you guys put through this. Like, he wasn't ready for that. In fact, it's crazy. After we launched ClickFunnels, uh, first thing is that we, <laughs> we set a launch date because I was like, if we don't pick a date, we're never going to launch this. We picked a launch date. We got everybody involved. We did this big launch. And the night before the launch, uh, Todd and Dylan at the time were in their coding. And they're like, hey, just so you know, software's not ready. And I was like, what? Because the launch is tomorrow. Like, yeah, it's totally not ready yet. It's like, <laughs> well, like, it's going live tomorrow. Everybody's sending emails it has to be live. They're like, okay, well, I have an idea. Dylan had this idea. He's like, what if instead of launching the entire software to everybody right now, what if we do a reverse launch? I'm like, what's a reverse launch? Like, tell me about this. He's like, well, instead we just give them day one, they get logged into the software and they can like look at it. And then we'll each day finish a feature and give them that feature next. I was like, do you think that'll work? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, 
well, do we have any other options? They're like, no. I'm like, okay. So here we go. So we did the launch. Everyone logs in ClickFunnels. Like, so what is this? We're like, well, it's a shell right now, but eventually there's going to be this really cool software you can build funnels with. And Todd's back there coding like crazy. And also, like, the next night, like, midnight, like, feature one's done. It's in there. So we emailed the little list, like, guess what? Feature one's open. Like, log in. You can see the first thing. And people logged in. They're like, cool. Like, but how do you build funnels? Like, well, that, that's coming. It'll be here. Like, your name is literally ClickFunnels. Like, I know. We'll get there. Like, just go use the thing. And then poor Todd's, like, drinking Red Bulls and, like, you can't go to sleep, Todd, because we need another feature by tomorrow. And every day, him and Dylan would sit there, and they get another feature, and we launch the next one, and the next one. And they just cranked this thing out. And over, like, a two-week period of time, we had ClickFunnels. It was crazy to go through the experience, right? <laughs> but even then, like, it wasn't perfect. Uh, Todd told me, and he's like, he's like, this version of ClickFunnels will hold about 10,000 people, and then we'll probably have to change, I don't know, databases or structure or something really smart. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but I'm going to go sell some. So I'm out there selling it like crazy. And about, and how many years have been here since year number one? Okay. So for year number one, as it got bigger and bigger, we got to the point where we had almost 10,000 members. All of a sudden, things started going weird. Like the software would go out, and then different issues would happen, and then things were happening. And I was literally with my family flying to London to go speak an event to tell people in, uh, in Europe how great ClickFunnels was. And as I'm in the air, ClickFunnels goes down. And when I land um, in, uh, in London, and I get internet hooked on my phone, my phone starts blowing up. And it's crazy. All these people who like seven or eight hours earlier when I was in New York flying away, they all loved me. Russell, you're the greatest. We're building funnels. You're the greatest person in the world. You changed our whole lives. This is so awesome. Those same people, when I landed in London, had literal death threats in my messenger. I'm going to kill you, Russell. My ads have been running for four hours and sites down. You owe me $10,000. Like, not one or two, like hundreds of people. I was like, oh. I called Todd. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, yeah, ClickFunnels is down. If we're able to get it back up, and all I heard was the word if, and I'm like, okay, what do we do? Fear starts freaking out like, Russell, run. You're in Europe. Nobody will know. Never come back. <laughs> Start a new life with your family. It's going to be amazing, right? And that's all I wanted to do. And I'm like, oh, no, no. Like, but like, we didn't have that option, right? So it's like, okay, do we act or we acted upon? I'm going to act. What are we going to do? I don't know. I'm scared to death. These people are going to hate me. They do hate me. They're really mad at me right now. And so we went and clicked live on Facebook in our, fa- our ClickFunnels group back in the day. I said, hey, guys, this is the deal. We messed up. And it's embarrassing, and we're down, and it's not okay. And I'm angry. Todd's angry. We're all angry. We'll try to fix it. We apologize. We're figuring out a way to not make this happen again, but we are so sorry. We're trying to figure it out. Uh, I'm as mad as you are, and I understand you guys upset at me. And instead of, like, hiding like I wanted to do, like, every part of me wanted to do, we just faced it. Um, and what's crazy is the next day, they got the software back up. We changed databases, and a disaster averted. But it was crazy because over that period of time, I thought for sure, like, we'd lose half the customers. And we didn't. Uh, we lost very, very few customers. It was amazing. And I think most people told me later, it's like, because you didn't hide, because you came out and told us, we were going to stick with you through all of it. And it was amazing. Um, but it comes, yeah, it comes, back to, it comes back to that over and over and over again. Uh, and the one last story about this was faith and fear. Like two years ago, um, and we told you guys this story last year for those of you guys who were here. Uh, two years ago, Todd and I had the opportunity to be done. We got a really good offer. We could have like, washed our hands and sold ClickFunnels and been done. But as we looked at it honestly... Like, this was the reason it was driving that entire decision. It was fear. Fear that, like, maybe we couldn't do what we needed to do with the next step. Maybe we couldn't figure out the next things. Maybe, like, a million different ideas. And we had this amazing option where we could be done and retire and, like, just be done. But, man, as we sat there at his lake house in Georgia, sitting there, like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, this was the thing that kept pulsing. It was this call. It was, like, move forward with faith. Like, no, you guys can do this. Like, but we don't know how. We're not ready. Like, for us to do that, like, we literally have, can't pay ourselves or, <coughs> excuse me, most executives on our team for two years if we're going to do that. And we're like, all right, well, I'm not going to lie. We thought it was going to be a year. It ended up being two years. But um, we decided to move forward in faith and to, and to create 
um, to create ClickFunnels 2.0. So Napoleon Hill, in thinking or in Outweighing the Devil, he said something cool. He said, um, he said, you are entitled. You're entitled to know that that uh, two entities occupy your body. One of these entities is motivated and responds to the impulse of fear, and the other one responds to the impulse of faith. And for us, every single day, it's a choice. They're both there. And the more you choose this over and over consistently, the more it creates this pattern. It gets easier and easier and easier. Okay? That's the difference between the driven and the drifters. The, drift, uh, the driven are those who choose, who choose faith. Okay. So the question again for you is, will you be guided towards faith or allow fear to overtake you? Okay. So let's talk about the driven now. Um, uh, one of my favorite things about what we do and it's funny, like two minutes before I came on stage, uh, we heard you guys going crazy. Todd's back there, and uh, he said, this is, this is insane. He's like, we, he's like, I thought we were just building websites. I thought we were building software. He's like, I had no idea this is what was going to happen. Um, and uh, what's fun for me is um, I feel like that what we do here at ClickFunnels is that um, our calling is we were called to serve the driven. And um, I got a message here, and I hope uh, Annie doesn't mind me reading this, but she voxed this to me like three or four days ago when there was so much chaos coming into this event, stress, anxiety, all the things that happened. And she voxed me this and like, it changed everything for me, but man, it also like helped put in perspective, like why we do what we do. And I wanted, you guys cool if I read this real quick? Um, so this is what Annie said. And, and if those who don't know Annie Grace, by the way, um, she is, a, she's right here. She's amazing. Um, <laughs> what Annie does, her whole mission, she helps people break the chains of alcohol addiction in families. It's one of the most amazing, like, she's an amazing person. What she does is so powerful. And so that gives you context of kind of this message she sent me, which by the way, thank you for, like, timing was impeccable. (laughs) Okay, so she said, good morning. You are on my mind. When I first came to FHL 2017, I had no idea the cost of live events to the person who's on stage, especially the cost of people like us who were reluctant to be on stage in the first place. Ironically, most people in the audience actually think, oh, that's lucky. That must be nice. Anyway, I've hosted a few of my own, much smaller, and I now know the cost. You have to give so much. Push right against the edge of what you think you can give. So I just wanted to say that you were amazing. It was that single FHL 2017 event. I didn't even have a ClickFunnels account yet. I just felt God nudge me towards being there in Dallas. It changed everything. Your, fa- your sacrifice of doing what is so hard, of pushing yourself beyond what is reasonable for a person or the world to ask of someone has made all the difference for me, for us. We as a family are changed. There's real freedom in what your dedication to your mission helps me to do. Innumerable dads are now able to read bedtime stories to their kids instead of yelling at them before passing out drunk. There are real people who are alive today who would not be, thousands of them. <coughs> real families where the curses of alcohol addiction, the devil, have now been broken for generations. Real women and children who are not getting hit or worse. Real rapes that are not happening. Sorry to be so blunt, but what you help me do is in the world is on the edge of the battle of good and evil. And Russell, as you go next week, please hear me when I tell you that you are amazing. You are doing his work at the highest level. He is so proud. And we'll be in the audience every moment grateful for you. Clet and your entire family who allowed you to change the world in a beautiful and unique way that only you can. Uh, <laughs> that's one person in this room you guys like i literally have no interest in any of you guys making money i could not care less like that is not my goal and hopefully you guys know that we talk about money we talk about awards but i've been called to serve the driven and the reason why is because i know what the driven can do i know what entrepreneurs like you guys can do one person, Annie Grace, who hears the calling, who doesn't shrink in fear. She steps up in faith against an insurmountable, like, foe to go out to battle every single day and change the world her own way. Like, the fact that we get to be a little piece in that and help her to magnify her message, like, is, like, more like I've dreamt for a million years. 
And that's what I want for all of you guys as well. Like every single one of you guys have something. There's some group of people you've been called to serve, someone's life you've been called to change. And if we can be a little piece in that mission to give you like the tool, the idea, the technique, like something to help get your mission and your message out to more people, then everything that we've done here at ClickFunnels, like that's what matters. Okay, um, I guess that we're less in, uh, interested in how much money you make and more interested on, the, on how you're able to serve the people you've been called to serve. Okay? Um, the driven people, they feel something. And I know you guys feel that. That's why you're here, right? They feel something. Uh, in the Bible, <clears throat> in the book of Proverbs, it says, without a vision, the people perish. You guys are the ones with the vision. That's why you're here. You've seen something different. That's why you showed up here. Okay? The people who haven't seen that, they're not here. They're waiting for people like you guys to step up and be the leaders. Okay? <coughs> Um, at FHL Orlando, we made this little video and, um, we showed it on stage and we never showed it since then. And I, and as I was preparing this presentation, I found it again. I was like, I want to show this again. So those who are in Orlando, like five years ago, sorry, I showed this once, but this is the video we created, uh, to show during that event that really illustrates who you guys are as the driven. So with that said, check out this quick video. Here's to the crazy ones. The misfits. The rebels. The troublemakers. The round pegs in the square holes. The ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules. And they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them. Because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some might see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. All right, so this is an identity I want to give all of you guys today. Um, I need everybody to stand up with me real quick. I'm going to stand up, and I want you to have you touch your chest, and you repeat these words. Say, I am driven. Again, louder. I am driven. Say one more time. I am driven. One more time. I am driven. All right, you guys. You're the driven. All right. Okay, you can sit back down. So. The driven. I want to talk about this. A couple of things you need to know on this journey. Okay. Um, my whole goal is to show you guys where you're at, where you're going, and what to prepare for. Because uh, this mission is not slowing down for any of you guys. Okay. The world's getting crazy and we need you. We need the driven to step up to change the world and keep it from going to chaos. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, uh, coming back to the Heroes 2 journeys. And uh, we talked about this a little earlier. So here's you. You are this hero. You are in this ordinary world. Right? And you're going on this mission. You have this thing you want to achieve. You have this thing you want to accomplish. You may not know exactly what it is yet. Okay? So excuse me, because of that, we've tried to make it easy. That's one of the biggest reasons, excuse me, one of the biggest reasons why we do the Two Comma Club Award and the Two Hard Award and all the big awards, the Bootstrap Award, all the awards we'll be giving out over the next two days is because some of you guys don't know exactly what that is yet. You're like, I feel a pull. I feel a tug. I don't know what it is. So I'm going to make it tangible. Like, there's an award. Okay? If you start pursuit of that award, you start running towards that award, you're going to start learning all the things you need to learn to be able to become who you're supposed to be. Okay? So you're going to go on this journey. Okay, and here up here, this is the big award you want. This is the journey of achievement. There's a flag, and then there's going to be this huge, long journey for you to go, right? You're going to go on this, this journey. And eventually, as you go through this path, you're going to achieve something amazing. Now, like I said earlier, I don't really care if you guys make a ton of money or not. I don't care if you win a two-column club or not. Like, that's great. There's a goal. There's something to work towards. 
okay? When I was wrestling, I wanted to be the best in the world. I wanted to be national champ. I never actually achieved that. In high school, I took second in the nation, which is pretty good. I'm not going to lie. But I never, be, I never actually my goals. But it doesn't matter. Have you ever seen Rocky Part 1? Rocky didn't beat Apollo Creed, right? He, with all his heart, he pursued this thing. He never actually uh, achieved it. But guess what did happen? On this journey, they call this the hero's two journeys because there's actually two journeys. The journey that all of us are pursuing, that the audience is aware. If you watch any movie, you know the Lightning McQueen's trying to win the Piston Cup. You know what Shrek's trying to do. You know what, uh, what uh, Bilbo Baggins and Frodo. And the, you know, like, you see the outward journey, right? This is the thing that, that everybody's aware of is this, this uh, journey of achievement. But if the story is told correctly, the second journey is the journey of transformation. This is the who you become. This is a much more powerful and more important. This is the only journey I actually care about for you guys. Okay, and hopefully you achieve your dreams, your wants, your goals. But if you become someone different, become someone better on the journey, that's all that really matters to me and to the rest of the ClickFunnels community. Like that is the key. Okay, and I got a secret for you guys. You've actually already been on this journey. That's why you're actually here. Do you know that? Some of you guys are like, I'm starting my hero's journey. No, 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 no. The first journey you already did. If you actually read the hero's journey, at the end of the journey, guess what the hero does? The hero accomplishes this thing and then he returns back to the ordinary world with the elixir. There's an elixir. <laughs> they accomplish the thing and they come back to the ordinary world and then they start the second journey. Okay? The reason why you guys are in this room is because you've already accomplished something. Right? You did something. I'm guessing most of you guys, like I look at, you know, the funnel hackers off my head. Like at Kaylin Poland, right? Kaylin went through her journey, lost a whole bunch of weight. Right? She did the hero's journey. She achieved what she wanted to. She transformed. She became something different. But then she didn't stop. Okay? She returned with the elixir. She came back to the ordinary world and then she changed hundreds of thousands of women's lives with what she knew. That's the second journey. This is the journey I care about. This first journey right here, this is the journey of growth. Okay? This is the first hero's journey, but I'm guessing most of you guys have gone on this. You've become someone already. That's why you're here. You know you've got something inside of you. You wouldn't have been here, right? Like, man, I have this talent, this hobby, this thing that I know I can change the lives of other people. I just have to get it out there. I'm going to Funnel Hacking Live because that's what they do there. They take people who are driven, who have gifts, and they help them to magnify their callings. That's exactly what's happening here. Okay, so my guess is you've already been on this thing, you, you've accomplished something, you've had some growth, and now you're here today because you're going on the second journey. And the second journey is the one that I care about. This is the journey of contribution. I think that's my next slide. There we go. The journey of contribution. Now, the journey of contribution looks very similar, okay, because you're all starting out here. You're smiling, you're still over here, you've got this result you want to get. It says result, that's supposed to be a flag, and there's this huge journey, right? You're back, you're back in your ordinary world. The difference is this time, it's not just you. This time, you are carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders because you feel called. How many guys feel that? Right? It's heavy. The mantle is heavy. Just she has no, if you're like, oh, I'm going to make a whole bunch of money, life's going to be easy. No, 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 no. Not if you do it the way that we want to do it. Okay? There's ways to make money easy. Okay? There's gambling, there's cheating, there's like, but the way where you're trying to pursue something and change somebody's life, like it's heavy. Like I'm taking the entire responsibility. Like I literally like, if you guys knew how much effort I put into serving you guys, and I don't have to, like, <laughs> I love it, but I don't have to, but man, I feel this calling, I say constant and consistent, people around me understand, like, why don't you stop, why don't you slow down, I'm like, because these are my people, like, I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders, because I want to get you your result, and so I'm going to keep trying to figure out things, we're going to spend more time on software, I'm going to do better training, bigger fun hacking lives, more events, more products, more software, like, whatever we can do to solve the problems, make your job easier, so that you can go on this journey, that's the key. Because your second journey, you are carrying the market that you've been called to serve. You're taking them on this journey with you, okay? And hopefully you got goals. Your goal right here might be a two-comma club award. 
Okay, it might be too common Quebec's. Maybe it's a too hard award. We want to give a million dollars to charity. I don't care, but you got something you're, you're striving towards. And as you go on this journey the second time, you're going to transform again. And this is amazing. So this is the Heroes 2 journey. Heroes 2 journey. This time it's all about contribution. Take a picture of that so you don't miss a few notes. Just kidding. It says contribution there. Okay? And so that's the second journey I want to talk about. That's the one that we're here today, is to take you guys, because I know all of you guys are heavy. You're, like, you have that calling, you have that mantle. You're holding the entire weight of the world on your shoulders. The people you know you've been called to serve. So our job at ClickFunnels is to make that, lie, like, to make that job easier for you, to give you the tools and the things you need to be more successful. Okay? Um, okay, now a couple of things is when you go on the second journey, as I was kind of preparing this, there were like three core things that popped out of me, like things that make this hard or that make it scary or that make a shift a lot of times from faith back into fear. Okay, it's easier to like step back, right? And so you start going like, oh, I'm going to do this. You start moving forward. You're like, oh, it's heavy. Oh, this is awesome. And you're like, oh, can I do this? And you're like, oh, that fear, being a drifter sounds really easy. Like, I don't have to do this. Like, what if I just set it down and then like came back over here and drifted, right? Like you've read Atlas Shrugged. That's the end of the book. Like all the producers who are holding away the world on their shoulder, they shrug and they walk back and they go back and, and like, I don't want that. I want to support you guys who are holding the weight of the world on your shoulder. That's my goal. That's my mission. Right? And so you have this thing. And so there were three things I wrote down there. Like, there's three things that um, if people understood, I think it'll make, this, uh, it'll make this weight lighter for you guys. Okay? And so the first one I talk about is called stewardship. I am a big, big believer that um, so many of you guys come into this world and you're like, all right, I'm going to win $10 million. I'm going to win this award. I'm going to do all this sort of things. I'm going to build my version of ClickFunnels. Right? You come in with that. Um, you have to understand that, like, that fear of saying you're not ready, you're not worthy yet is true to a point, right? You're not. That's why you have to step forward in faith and start learning things. And what's going to happen is you start pursuing, you start moving forward in faith, God's going to give you an idea, okay? And the first idea is not going to be like, you should go build ClickFunnels. You should build eBay. You should build this thing called Amazon. Like, that's not the first idea. The first idea is the little one. Because he's like, I wonder if Russell's going to be a good steward of ideas. I'm going to give him an idea. And so I was sitting there, my college dorm, working on some stuff, uh, and all of a sudden I did for this thing. And my very first idea was this thing called ZipRander. How many of you guys are my ZipRander customers in here? Seriously? There's like three or four people that bought ZipRander. Dude, that's amazing. I was in college. Like that's, I was like a sophomore in college. That was my, even pre-potato gun, my very first idea was called ZipRander. I created that thing. We launched it to the world. I sold like 30 of them. It was amazing. Right? Changed my life. It actually, it was like, this actually works. People bought stuff from me on the internet. This is great. That was my first idea, right? And guess what? As good of an idea as I thought it was at the time, it was not that good of an idea, but it was an idea. And so God gave me an idea. I said, I wonder if Russell will be a good steward of this idea. And he gave me the idea and watched. And he said, oh, he did something with it. He didn't shrink in fear. He stepped forward in faith and did something with it. Okay, I can trust him. I'm going to give him a little better idea. And he gave me the next idea. Try this one out. Let's see what he's going to do with it. He's like, is he going to handle it or not? And I started going forward and I did it or I didn't, right? And then the next one, and the next one. And he gives us stewardship of these ideas to see what we're going to do with it. Like, are you going to do something with it? And if you keep doing that, keep doing that, eventually he gives you better and better ideas, bigger and bigger opportunities, okay? Um, and so that's what you have to understand. It's interesting, if you read um, the, the parable in the Bible, the parable of the talents, is one of the, like, the most interesting, interesting stories in the Bible, right? So the master comes and he has three servants, and he gives one servant five talents. Second one, he gives two talents, and third, he gives one talent right? He says, go and do something with this. Like, I'm, I'm, like, go and, I'm going to see if you're a good steward of this stuff and then come back and report back. So they go out there, they do their things, and the, the guy who gets five talents, he goes and invests the talents or money. He takes the money, invests it, comes back and makes, I think he comes back with ten. And the next guy with two goes back, invests it, comes back with four. And the person that had one was like, oh, I don't want to lose this. So we went and buried it and hit it. And so the master comes back. He's like, hey, what'd you guys do? And the first guy's like, hey, I took the five, turned it into ten. He's like, oh, you're a good steward of ideas. Cool. You can have everything I have. 
He says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. You are a good steward of your ideas. I will give you more. Then he goes back to the one who hid the talent and said, what did you do, what'd you do with it? It's like, well, I, I hid it. I didn't want to break it or lose it or I just kind of hid it over here. Okay, he literally says in the scripture, he says, I was afraid and I went and I hid the talent in the earth. What did the master tell him? It wasn't very good for him. <laughs> he said, take it from him and give it to the person who's a good steward. Have you guys ever had an idea for something? Like, oh, it's going to be cool. I'm going to do it. And then you didn't do it. And then later you saw someone else do it. Like, oh, I, I had that idea. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> Fidget spinners. Fidget spinners were the one. Okay. It's interesting, right? Okay. Ideas come and go. We have a million ideas. But the, the question is, are you going to be a good steward of the ideas when they come? Okay. Because on this journey, you're going to pick up the way of the world. Because you're like, I'm going to change the world with what I got. And you're going to start moving this thing. And he's like, all right. We're going to see if Russell actually, it actually believe. How much has he bought into this? Is he going to do it? He's saying he's driven. He stood up and said it. I'm driven. Is he? Or is he going to be a drifter? I'm going to test him. Here's an idea. And he sees what happens. Wow. He's good steward of that one. I'm going to give him another one. I'm going to give him another one. I'm going to give him another one. Okay, three years ago, FHL, I showed you guys. Have you guys remember this? I showed every funnel I'd built before ClickFunnels. 150 funnels. Not that I, like, built in an account. 150 funnels I had created, <clears throat> designed, built a product for, wrote copy for, and launched into the internet. 150 funnels before we built ClickFunnels. Okay? It wasn't one. wasn't two. People are like, where else? When's my ClickFunnels going to come about? Well, you got some work to do. Create a funnel, then another one. No, but I tried a funnel, it didn't work, Russell. You said it's one funnel away. That's a big scam. No, I just say it's the first funnel, right? Do it, and then do it again, and do it again, and do it again. And eventually, if you are consistent, then you'll get the idea. And God's like, all right, he's a good steward of an idea. Here's another one. Here's another one. Oh my gosh, this is the one. It's called ClickFunnels. And I was like, what? ClickFunnels, Todd, we should make this thing called ClickFunnels. Like, that's a great idea. Right, Russell, you're so smart. No, 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 no. The ideas are placed in your mind. You have to understand that, Okay. So all of you guys, we all want to have these big level 10 opportunities, but you don't get them right now. You don't get this right now, okay? That shows up when you start moving forward in faith, okay? And then you get the ideas, and he's testing to see if you're a good steward. And if you, get, if you keep pursuing that, and you prove to be a good steward, you get better ideas and more ideas. It's pretty exciting, okay? The next thing is capacity, okay? That's the other thing. When we decide to go on this journey, how many of you guys are here right now? You're about to start, and you're like, I don't know if I can do that. That is really far away, Right? Like, like, I'm not ready. I'm not worthy. I don't know if I can handle this. Like, why me? There's so many people that are better qualified. There's so many people that should be doing this besides me. I can tell you in the, the category kings groups, we have different mastermind levels. Uh, the category kings group, they pay $150,000 a year to be in that group. And what's fascinating is almost every single person in that group is like, man, why did I have to be the one to do this? Like, I had this idea, I had this calling, but like, I wanted someone else to do it. I kept trying to give it to other people, but then like, it kept coming back. Like, no, this is yours. Like, but <laughs> fine. Right, fine, I'll take it. Okay, and so what happens is we have to test our capacity. Um, again, I, I shared this quote earlier, but it says, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the called. Okay, and so what's going to happen is he's not just going to make it easy. Okay, if you come back to the hero's journey, there's this time uh, in the middle, we have all the trials and the, uh, the problems and things like that. He calls it in, um, in, um, in a hero of a thousand faces, he calls it crossing the abyss. The abyss is this time with all the trials and temptations, right? Every hero goes through it, right? And so again, you've got to be able to increase your capacity to actually be able to handle the thing you're doing, right? If you would have handed me the problems that ClickFunnels has today, seven years ago, it would have crushed me. I would have been like, and I would have quit and died. Like it's literally like, if you just knew like this morning alone, how many fires Todd and I put out backstage while we're warming up to come out here, and we're like, I can't believe this would have crushed us 10 years ago. And we're like, da, 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 let's go, right? 
Now, how does that happen? It doesn't happen overnight. It happens by you go through the abyss. You go through the problems, the struggles, the trials, right? And you get stronger. You increase your capacity. And then he gives you another trial. And he's like, why is he doing this to me? This is so hard. Why am I in London and the entire world wants to kill me? He said, because if we had 100,000 members now, you wouldn't be able to handle it. So I got to strengthen you up, Russell. So we're going to crash click for a little while, see how tough you guys are. You're going to build more infrastructure, more things in place. We're going to test yourself, and it increases your capacity. Same thing we do in the weight room, right? We go in the weight room to tear down our muscles to increase our capacity so we can handle more. So just know as you start on this journey, I promise you it is not going to be easy. I promise you. Anyone tells you, oh, it's going to be easy, it's going to be fun. No, 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 it's not going to be easy or fun. It's going to be hard, but that's part of it. Because right now, the things that you have, the dreams, the goals you have, I promise you, you don't have the capacity to actually handle it yet. So as you step out into this journey, and you move forward with faith, and you leave the ordinary world, and you're going on this journey, it's going to be hard because you've got to be tested. You've got to increase your capacity. So prepare for it. It's going to be okay. That's why I have a community like this of people. You can surround yourself around. So when you're like, this is not working. My Facebook account got shut down. Nobody's buying my product. I did a webinar. I had 300 people signed up. Not a single person showed up. I tried to do an event and nobody showed up. There were two people in the room. I spent every penny I had and two people showed up in this room. It was so embarrassing. Okay? Yes. It's going to happen over and over and over again because it has to, you have to be able to increase your capacity because the missions you've all been called for are heavier than you can handle right now. Do you think that Annie Grace, when she got, when got into this whole thing, when she was struggling with drinking herself and all of a sudden she figured out how to break the whole thing and all of a sudden she felt the weight of the world on her shoulders like, hey, go out there. You're going to be battling heaven and hell trying to save these people and their families. Do you think she was ready for that? No. So she's had to go on this journey and increase her capacity over and over and over again. The mission's the same for all of you guys. If it wasn't, the story would be boring. Can you imagine a, a story or a movie where you go and the hero leaves the ordinary world and he strolls around for a little while and he gets to the end? That movie would be so boring. Why would you expect your journey's going to be anything different? If you truly want to contribute and change the world, it's going to be heavy. Okay, but it's okay. He's not going to give you anything you can't handle. He's going to give you just enough to increase your capacity. And sometimes it's going to feel like failure, okay? Before I met Todd 10 years ago, I thought I had everything figured out. I had the vision. I had the mission. I knew exactly where I was going. I was going on the thing, and maybe I took a wrong route. I don't know what happened, but I thought I was following, like, everything I was supposed to be doing. And all of a sudden, one day, I went from having 100 employees to me having to lay off, like, 90-something employees, everything crashing down below me. And I was like, I thought I was doing everything right. Like, what's happening? Like, what, like why is this happening to me? I was so frustrated. It took like almost five years for us to get from this like crash to losing our business to like shutting things down to like, it was a five-year cycle for us to get through that and then come back through the other side of the abyss. And then on the backside of that, I met Todd. We launched ClickFunnels. All these things happened. I was like, if I had not gone through that pain during that window of time, I never would have been able to handle any of this, right? And so for all of you guys, understand that on this journey. Do not give up. Do not switch from being driven to becoming a drifter when it gets hard because it will get hard. But I promise you it's worth it. Someday you'll show up in a room after remembering being in a room with two people. And you walk into 5,000 people and you're like, this is worth it. All this was worth it. Okay? <laughs> All right. And then the last thing, or not last thing, but next thing we'll talk about. So we have, we had, uh, what was the first one? Who can read my handwriting here? Okay. We've got stewardship, capacity. Stewardship, capacity. And number three, this is one that's going to be big. It's going to hit you all is guilt. How many of you feel guilt sometimes when you start pursuing this? Yeah, isn't that weird? You're like, well, I think I'm doing the right thing. Why do I feel so guilty about this? Okay. Um, you have to understand, this is interesting. I had a really fascinating um, uh, call with Dan Kennedy about this a little while ago. And by the way, Dan's going to be back tonight. We had a Dan Kennedy day yesterday for those who were there. It was amazing. He went for like seven or eight hours. He's coming back tonight for a special session after the breakout rooms. 
<clears throat> but I had this really interesting conversation with him. I was asking him, I was like, it's weird. When you watch TV or you watch movies, like, have you ever noticed that the entrepreneurs like us are always the villain in the movie? Every single time, it's like, oh, it's the evil rich billionaire who's going to take over the world. And they're always the bad guys. Like, why are we the bad guys? Like, I feel like we're doing good stuff, right? And Dan said something really interesting. He said, if you look at, like, the money pyramid or, like, he said the top, there's, like, 1% that are, like, they're super wealthy. There's 4% up here. And then there's 15% that are, like, kind of the, the middle class. And then 80% is, like, the drifters. In fact, it's funny. Napoleon Hill in the, in the book over here said uh, that 2% of, pe- 2% of the population are driven. 98% are drifters. I don't know the exact number, but it's, 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 not, it's not high, right? And so what, um, what Dan Kennedy said, he said, it's interesting, he said that all of the uh, media, these are the people they're selling to, right? This is the masses. This is who, who Disney's got to sell to. And this is who all the masses are. So they create stuff that makes these people feel really, really good. And the best way to do that is make these guys seem really, really evil. And so all of this produced Hollywood stuff makes us come out to be the bad guy, which is really interesting. But you have to understand, in the reality, in the real world, you look at this, the heroes... These people right here. The heroes are the driven. The heroes are the ones who are creating, who are expiring, who are moving things, right? Like those are the ones who are the heroes of the story. And so I want you guys to understand that, that you as the driven, you guys are actually the heroes of the story. Like when you understand that. Yeah. You're the heroes. That's the big deal. Let's give yourself a round of applause for that. You think about that like, um, um, like, Think about all the amazing things we have in life. Think about your favorite things in life. Like it was, it was created by somebody who was an entrepreneur, right? How many of you guys like your phones? Okay. There was this guy named Steve Jobs who was obsessed with trying to create a business to make a bunch of money, which created this huge like wake of contribution that created the iPhone, right? Every business is based on that. It's interesting. Um, another quote that Dan told me on that call that was interesting, and this is something he's like, he's like, you don't ever want to post this on Facebook because people think you're arrogant. But he said, um, he said, Andrew Carnegie once said, he said that no man achieves any great thing in life unless in his private thoughts he believes he is superior to all other men. <laughs> so again, don't quote that on Facebook, but I want to think about that. I was in a room one time uh, of entrepreneurs like this, and uh, someone asked us, nobody ever raised their hand. This isn't true for all of you guys, but I'm not going to have you raise your hands, but if you want to like, just smile if you know I'm talking about you, how many guys in your secret thoughts feel this way? Okay, I'm going to say it again. No man achieves any great thing in life unless in his private thoughts he believes that he is superior to all other men. Andrew Carnegie, one of the richest men of all time. Okay, it's interesting. Like, for you to have the gumption to be like, hey, I'm going to be the person who takes responsibility for this, and I'm going to be the one who's going to take this, and I'm going to go on this journey. Like, that's, that takes a lot, right? Okay, maybe you don't believe it that hard, that strong. You have to understand, like, you're the hero. Like, you have to have confidence in that. Like, I'm smart enough. I'm good. Like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm capable of it, right? Um... Uh, um, another thing that's interesting that I have so many cool notes here. I'm running out of time already. Can we just go? How many of you guys are going to go until midnight tonight? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, it's important for us as we're doing this to pursue, that we're pursuing our self-interest. Like each of you guys, it's, it, this is a hard thing to say out loud. And the world does not want us to say this, but if it wasn't for the fact that me and Todd pursued our self-interest, like we want to build software, we can build funnels, we're going to make a crap ton of money. Okay? Like, as much as, like, I would say initially, like, like oh, yeah, I was going to do this. I wanted to build a whole bunch. I want to build funnels so people can make a bunch of money. That was not the initial pursuit, right? Uh, Pedro said this best one time. He said, God tricked me into building a business, <laughs> right? He comes up here and says, I need to achieve something. He tricks you. Like, okay, <clears throat> you're going to achieve something. And also, you're like, oh, I'm going to do that. You start trying to achieve this thing, right? And he tricks us sometimes. 
So he tricks us to go achieve this thing, and we go on this path, we go on this journey, because he knows that by pursuit of our self-interest, we are going to become who we need to be. Okay? Okay. 